0: In. I also brought I the have the for a ah. ah. Andrews, do not pull the thing on the ground Andrew, again. Hi,
1: Waffles. The hey, the what's up? The dishwasher in the background?
0: Yeah, people like that.
2: <laughs> I think it makes it sound even more cyberpunk.
0: You can hear us chug-a-lugging along. When people are like, waffles. what's that?
2: We'll be like, that's Trang. No.
0: <laughs> We're recording. Let's just do this. That's Travis Nine, our android. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome to Left Jest. We are here at the Alex Batax house studios. Everyone's settling in on a rainy May day. Still May. Still in the thick of it. Hard to see outside into the summer, but we'll be there soon. I'm here with my co-host, Anders Lee. Anders Lee, here, how you doing? He's looking good. He's got a nice blue sweater on today. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Le- you're looking like the sky is not, my friend. We are also go- joined by our two guests here. We have uh, Ian Marks back on the show. We had him on to talk about um, video-, video and its travels through time before. Ian, thanks for coming on. Yeah,
1: thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah.
0: And then we also have Han Cowger, everybody. Hi. hello. Who's our friend from comedy. And also, she knows stuff. I know a little bit. You know? Yeah. We'll talk about it. We're different sides of the same coin. Also, Waffles is
3: here. Yes, I'm very a big excited about this. And this cat uh, looks really, uh, for a cat, very engaged in the conversation already.
0: Yeah, normally we block him out of the room because sometimes he's, uh goes wild, and he's around two feet long. Did he just bite you? In? He was a,
2: lo- it was a nipple, a love oh, okay. nipple.
0: Yeah, so if at any point you hear a scream or anything like that, it's probably Waffles-related, and just keep listening because we're just going to keep trucking on through it uh but today we're here talking about the one subject on everybody's mind uh, cyberpunk yeah
1: everybody in this room at least that's right uh
0: there are a lot of different genres out there a lot of people have heard of steampunk mm, boo boo <laughs> <laughs> what we need to talk about airships again
3: yawn who is this for too many buckles yeah. too
0: many buckles
2: top hats and goggles get out of here
0: Steampunk is. Uh, I would you call it a precursor to cyberpunk? Is it even related?
1: I think we're getting off topic already. It's there's just goths
0: wearing brown. Next topic. Ian, how would you define cyberpunk?
1: Well, so, so I guess some people would think it even started even a little bit earlier with, you know, the short stories of Harlan Ellison. I think that um there's um, some conjecture that uh, was it. I have no mouth and I must scream is like one of the first cyberpunk stories. You know, and Philip K. Dick, who's Kind of considered a godfather of, of of the genre, you know, as, as you know, writing uh, stories of like uh, uh, of uh, you know corporate oppression and technological oppression in the 1950s, you know. So it, it's been around for a long time as cyberpunk, as a as a genre. Um, it's probably yeah, probably more came into into its own, started to develop in like the the early 80s with you know books like um, Neuromancer um and uh, the work of uh, uh by william gibson and, the, and uh, the work of bruce sterling um films like uh, blade runner um even alien, oh hell even, yeah even alien is kind of like a, a cyberpunk
0: ghost in the shell is very cyberpunk yes. which was
1: like in the 90s though um yeah. yeah but uh but yeah um
0: how would you how would you define cyberpunk as different than sci-fi classic i guess because they kind of they really run together in my head although it I, it's like a subgenre right so they can be friends well
1: yeah well what's what's science fiction though right like i guess you you could start with with that and and i guess kind of going back to Philip K Dick you know his his definition of, of of science fiction was it's 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 really it's our world it's a conjecture it, 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 it
2: I say, if I may, I would say the the main difference that I see I- between cyberpunk and just um, science fiction in general is like cyberpunk, you have like these central characters that are more like outliers and like anti-authoritarian sort of characters um, that are just you, you know they're
0: they're they're punks, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the addition of punks, you're saying? Kind of. That's yeah. changing the game up. <laughs> yeah.
3: Something that kind of struck me was thinking about, like, the way the future and technology had been portrayed uh, in the past. I think a lot of the Jetsons, which, you know, uh, nuclear family living in a kind of ut- techno-utopian world where, every, you know, they're— uh, it's clean. It's, it's nice. 1950s right.
2: America it's with flying cars. Exactly, yeah. God damn it, they uh, promised us
0: jetpacks. Everybody's <laughs> going to their drive-thru for their burger, their Brontosaurus burger. <laughs> right. And it knocks a damn flying car over. Flintstones. GMOs, baby. True, yeah. And, but it's all connected. <laughs> it seems like... C- <laughs> Follow the money.
3: Cyberpunk would be it's about the person working the drive-thru given the Bronto Burger in the uh, Jetsons universe. It's like the seedy... Under it's like yeah technology they're not against technology of course but it, the subject is more of kind of the seedy underbelly of this new techno world that uh, is in the near future
2: uh, yeah the punks the right. punks, the punks. The punks. Yeah,
0: I was like into all this stuff at a very young age and I never would have guessed that the movement behind it was like the people who considered themselves cyber punks like we watched a documentary uh, of a lot of hackers who seemed very into the idea uh would be for the cyberpunk world, right? Because the cyberpunk world in any of the novelizations or movies you see, Akira, uh, they're all like... T- people who are having a terrible time living in an awful world. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's very know it where you'd
0: want to live. It's drug addled.
2: It's very oppressive.
1: <laughs> yeah, but why is that? You know, and what is the cause of that? Is that technology? Is it? Is it? Is that what it's about? You know, I mean, is you know, um, y- you look at a film like RoboCop, which is another cyberpunk mm-hmm. story, and one of the best scenes in that film uh, were the uh, the the. Uh, um their rapid response droid, the Ed 209, you know, comes into the boardroom and and lays waste to that, that executive is a direct ripoff, not a direct ripoff, but it's a direct homage to Charlie Chaplin's um, Modern Times. It's Mm -hmm. almost like a a beat for beat remake of that, of that scene, but done like in a much more visceral, you know, deadly way, you know, and what is Modern Times about, but sort of like the technological oppression of the industrial age, you know, Um, and, and, and cyberpunk at its core it seems to be about you know uh, computers and technology and information being accessible to people like you know to, to the punks to people like us to people without access to resources of someone let's say like in the industrial age could be like the we're closer to the means of production because we're not just dealing with um, you know widgets and doodads you know and 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 giant machines you know we're dealing with information you know and mm-hmm. so that's where i think a lot of the the um the possibilities and the opportunities of cyberpunk um occur is like in, in in sort of like this like utopian vision that like okay now we control the information like we can control where the data flows you know and a big one of the core tenets of of, of cyberpunk as we saw in that documentary is that information wants to be free that's the ideal of course that's not always the case now but um i think that's that's at least you know where um one of the things that you could um, say is is uh, 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 that defines the genre
0: let's talk about the movie Named, it's just named Cyberpunk.
2: Oh, we're we talking about the documentary. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. My favorite thing is nobody could agree on how to say the word genre. They're like genre, genre. genre. <laughs> it made me so happy. Genre. Them? No them. Genre. Genre. Genre.
0: Information should be free. Uh, This was a film done in 1990. We'll attach it in the description of the episode, but it is a doozy. It's a delight. It can only be viewed from the inside of a uh, Nintendo video game. Uh, It's (laughs) a lot of like 16-bit aesthetic. I watched mine on my Texas Instruments. I hacked it. (laughs) Nice. I saw it on YouTube. I broke in through a PSP. That's right uh it's also because it's 1990 a lot of waxing and waning about how the future is gonna go that where the dates are off yeah Uh, Timothy Leary famous acid pioneer is in it and they're interviewing him about all these things um and he's like in 15 years you're gonna want to go to work and that's when you strap on your video specs and go to Tokyo Japan where you have your meeting
2: yeah but we can work remotely now yeah, yeah but, we, the, but that that's that's now
0: not 15 years from when it yeah, was based. 2005 <laughs> uh the the concept of cyberspace that they were all buying into real hard from gibson and by the way just leave the cat alone for a bit and he'll he'll be cool well, he's <laughs> fine, yeah. uh the the concept of cyberspace they buy in from neuromancer from william gibson who's heavily featured in the documentary um is that uh inside the computer is pretty much like outside the computer but everything is green and you have to skateboard um <laughs> and uh that part i i'm buying into less now that we're so deep in uh this postmodern digital hellhole we call life uh do you even, know how, do of- you even know how to skateboard I don't even know how to skateboard. Can you Have you used a hoverboard yet? I once, Andy and I both tried to do a comedy show based on the premise of us not know how to skateboard where we opened the show and the only sketch we had planned was we'll just like skateboard around, be funny because we can't <laughs> do it. But no one like got it or thought it was funny. So it was just me and Andy quietly like shifting around <laughs> on skateboards <laughs> on stage like, woo, radical. Click, click, click. <laughs> silence, silence, silence. Click, click, click. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so never thing,
1: again one thing they couldn't have uh um, predicted was uh the Segway. right i mean who, right. Needs, who needs who needs skateboards when you have a Segway? well that's
2: what i'm saying is like even Segways and like with the hoverboards like i think you missed the mark you guys should just be
0: on like the hoverboards like you know those balance wheels that all the cats yeah. kids and kitty cats are using that I mean, there are uh, in occasional inventions that come out now where it's like, yeah, this is what Bart Simpson wanted from the future, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> future Bart.
1: What's what's really interesting to, to think about is is one of the kind of not criticisms that's a level that you know a book like Neuromancer, let's say, that you know is is really held up as as um you know the the sort of uh, an early pinnacle or, or you know uh, defining moment in in uh you know cyber culture you know and science fiction is that uh. uh you know nobody has cell phones in these in these books mm. it was the one thing they didn't really
0: imagine i mean everybody yeah. does have a pocket computer yeah. Which they well, would they, have guessed.
1: They just jack in. You know, yeah, like, they just plug right in. Everybody
0: has to have a ho- several holes in their head exactly. in order to get around in this society.
2: That's what I want. <laughs> like they're talking about uh, contact lenses that uh, can 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 record now. And as somebody who's had to wear contact lenses since fourth grade, give me that technology. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, is
3: that where we're headed? To a point where we don't even have phones? It's just we're just all tuned in through some sort of I'm
2: for it. I'm disgusting. Yeah. I like I live <laughs> in my phone. I actually have an app now to like help me stay off of my phone cuz I'm on it too much. Wait, but. how
3: do I, I am still I so I got a smartphone maybe uh 2 months ago. I had a flip you phone did, up and until it was then. so brave. Yeah, oh it's uh, you're you're welcome. World. Yeah, uh wow. but it it has made things a lot easier. Um sorry, but I've noticed that uh like will sometimes just pick it up for no reason. Oh, yeah. And that's the one thing I try to... Because I think if you're bored, that's a perfectly good reason to go on your phone. But there's this compulsion some people have to where even when they're just standing there talking to somebody, they just will pick it up with no need for it. You know
2: about turning the blue light off, right? What is the blue light? Where you just set it into night mode instead because the blue light will keep you engaged and sucked into it. So if you pull up and hit night shift... All right. or go to a, like a more yellow. This will re- be so part of our extent, premium podcast. So to I, uh, what extent? Yeah. How, how much phone. of this is
0: going to be teaching <laughs> Anders how to use a part? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um. but really, like
2: if you're new to this stuff, then know this because it'll yeah. keep you off of
0: it. Anders, in a way, is like a caveman who was frozen in the year 1970 <laughs> and is now being awoken into our cellular hellscape. Yeah. Uh, what's so up, like, pep cats? <laughs> what's smoking? <laughs>
2: what's smoking? Hey, Nobody what's
0: smokes anymore. Groovy. What's Bob Dylan up to, huh? <laughs> uh, that guy? The village has changed. Um, but to what extent are the lives we're living now similar to what this like subculture movement was going for? I mean, if you're looking at the one documentary we watched and the people who are kind of... Selling the ideas in that, William Gibson, Timothy Leary, uh, several hackers who would have cartoonish faces uh, <laughs> superimposed yeah, over yeah, yeah. them where they'd be like, uh, I'm not David, I'm a demon. Yeah, and yeah. And here's what they would
3: look down for a second, and you could see their like real face in another part of the frame. Yeah, yeah. they all
2: just kind of looked like Have you guys seen that? I think it was Peter Gabriel music video, like uh, Shock the Monkey. It was, they all had like, faces <laughs> like that in it. It was great. <laughs>
0: they also, uh, I'm there old, was a, five the minutes of this of this movie was just random cyberpunk music yes, videos.
2: It was my favorite part. That was
0: my favorite part. Well
1: oh. Are you a fan of Skinny Puppy now?
0: Manufacture. <laughs> yes.
1: I've been I've been doing some research into this in, into the the cyberpunk genre and culture for this this film project I'm doing. You know, and and it's it's really developed into I think much more of an, an aesthetic now. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were kind of talking about uh, like steampunk I mean I, I don't know anything about steampunk other than sort of the jokes that we were making <laughs> Zappa well, because it's all it's all you know it's it seems to be all Gator about ships. an aesthetic, you know, which is I think when people talk about <laughs> cyberpunk is what people think of now, you know it's like you know well um it really seemed to be at at the outset or at least was was a uh, an ideology, you know. Um, was more of like an, an anti- authoritarian anti-establishment um, anti-capitalist ideology. you know again, because that information is is in a sense um, kind of agnostic. you know,
0: I really dug that portion of it, but I also wasn't. Uh, getting and th- th- this keeps coming up on this show, but um, the last time I've discussed cyberpunk in any uh, context at all was because they had it in hypernormalization for five minutes, and so everybody was talking about it then. And what they talk about in that movie is that that subculture did not challenge it in terms of being part of the structure of capitalism. And when watching this movie from 1990. Uh, They're all talking about how uh, information should be free and the, the cyber world is an untouchable universe that you can't touch with your old governments and put your crusty hands on. But everybody is going to work for the multinationals and the... Can we we briefly address Michael Synergy and where the fuck is he right now? (laughs) Michael Synergy. Okay, Michael Synergy is the one hacker in this movie who didn't feel like he had to have a demon over his face, (laughs) (laughs) which is very brazen. His I girlfriend's w- also in it. She's not even saying anything, and she's just, like, with this criminal. For some <laughs> <reason>. <laughs> he could be in jail. We don't know.
3: I mean, well, so.
1: Or, or working for the government, right? That was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He's I probably he's all, has a startup
3: right now. Um, but that is. Uh, so the notion that, the, I, I mean, they had a lot of manifesti. Mm-hmm. Which I believe yeah. is the plural of manifesto. It's manifesti- a lot of their computers would only run on manifestos. Yeah, uh, and I think the manifestos were. So I'm looking here. The, this Declaration of the Independence of uh of cyber cyberspace. cyberspace. Yeah, and this is from '96, and written one by of John
1: Perry Barlow, uh, a lyricist for the Grateful Dead. Really? Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. A, a, a lot. A lot of contemporary cyberculture well uh contemporary like you know in the 90s came out of um the acid culture timothy leary and uh, those merry pranksters uh and was that that ken casey that's ken casey sorry my bad and uh a lot of a lot of (laughs) of that a lot of people on the well the whole earth uh, electronic leaderboard i think the well were where they were all they were all deadheads they were all Mm. acid freaks and deadheads and that's Pretty much where the internet came from. Now Hmm. I've done acid one
0: time, and it didn't really make me appreciate the internet more at all. (coughs) Did you? Have you ever done DMT? No, I don't really want to.
3: You weren't probably in nature. You weren't uh, experiencing the glory. I was in this very
0: room. Uh,
3: Uh, Well, in this declaration, they do talk about. So they say we are creating a world that all may enter without privilege or prejudice, accorded by race, economic power, military force, or station of birth. Uh, they go on to say your legal concepts of property, expression, identity, movement, and context do not apply to us. They're all based on matter and there is no matter here. Um, and you know said
0: no matter. <laughs> right. And, and, and if you look
3: at the literature, like Gibson and other people, uh, they don't the uh, worlds they create in for the their novels and stuff is they're almost stateless, right? It's controlled by multinational, corporations uh so in a way i th- think there's certainly a an anti-capitalist strain in there um i would say though that i don't get how the, the conclusion you got comes
0: from the example you gave so the world's run by multinationals well, so is anti capitalist well, well, the,
3: well the, their critique yeah i mean yeah. their critique it's almost a warning of like this is where we're headed
1: well, that's, that's that's the dystopian aspect of it yeah you know is that um you know you go into these, it's uh, god, it's been so song since I read Snow Crash. That was actually in the 90s when I read the book, um, like the early aughts. But well, what's Snow know, Crash? Snow Crash is, is another cyberpunk novel by Neil Stevenson. Um, but um, it, it uh, one of the one of the main features of that book is um, a, a kind of a second life uh experience, you know, where you can go into into uh, a simulated virtual world and you have avatars, uh, parts of uh, 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 digital representations of yourself that look nothing like you, but you live wholly different lives, you know? And it's, it's kind of an extension of what Anders was talking about or reading, um, reading from uh, Perry's manifesto is that, you know, again, um, uh, digital information is 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 abstract you know it's like when you go online when you go into a message board and especially this is 1996 you know when people were still using bbs's you know in a big way what is bbs uh, a a bulletin board Mm -hmm. oh okay Mm -hmm. um like an electronic bulletin board so much of the web and so much of our our electronic experience was non-visual you know we were in chat rooms we were making just posting we were you know um, th- the most important thing wasn't what you looked like, you know, or. It was know, all
2: about your screen name and your away <laughs> message. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and exactly. Like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, your gender or, you know, your where you lived. It was about, you know, what you thought and, you know, the ideas that you expressed. And I think that's
0: less selfies. The gravity mm. of your savage owns. Yeah.
1: But yeah we look at we look at the stuff now, and it seems quaint and naive because it's really not how things turned out, you know
3: yeah no <laughs> and and what I will say is there is so whether talking about these material things that don't matter to us, and it turns out they do yeah, you know yeah. the you yeah. if you wanna have a movement that um it goes in this sort of direction, you also have to engage with the the real world and and people and workers and people who are being oppressed uh
0: Yeah, looking back on this so far in the future, it just feels like this condescending mom energy to everything. (laughs) Where it's like, and you have to go outside too. (laughs) Everything's not all digital skateboards. Um, Snow crash. I was picturing NeuroMancer, but everyone's on a snowmobile, (laughs) which is not almost definitely not what it was.
1: You know, I had this I had this conversation sort of about like the the post cyberpunk culture that. You know, I mean, even in 1999, there was a uh, someone uh, named Lawrence Person posted on Slashdot. You know, uh, notes toward a post-cyberpunk manifesto, basically saying that that was all over. Everything that Perry, uh, that Barlow, uh, you know, and and those early you know uh, people like Leary, uh, that that ideology was dead. You know, and I think that partly what that was due to is you know n- you know neoliberalism and that early cyberpunk visions. Um, didn't factor into the way that, um, capitalism and and larger corporations would, um, exert their influence, you know, over the way that we communicate and over the way that we, um, share information. I mean, you just look at the way that copyright law has changed, you know, it used to be that copyrights would expire in 27 years, you know? Um, and then after that, you know, it became part of like a larger sort of, um, uh, a part of like the the larger uh, uh, cultural identity, but now you can hold on to ideas, like in a much more extreme way now, and I'm, for from almost almost indefinitely. You know, I mean, every year, uh, Boing Boing posts, I think on June first. You know, because of the way the copyright laws have changed over like the past ten twenty years, like here's what would have fallen into the public domain, but because they have become more restrictive, now, um, you know, it, it's it, it's it's harder and harder. To exert that kind of freedom and to have that kind of freedom that uh, the early cyberpunk culture, you know, information is, is decided most decidedly like not free because, you know, people learn, you know, giant companies learned how to monetize it. Are they, they, um, I think, again,
0: Timothy Leary, the documentary is uh, making when there's one part of the movie where he's making brash predictions for the future and he has a lot of you know hope that it's going to be very you know individualistic and free but one of the things he says is like they're making they're making computer processors smaller and smaller you're gonna have a microchip with three terabytes of data and it's gonna be cheaper than a nike shoe (laughs) which does not account at all for how markets work which is just realizing people want it and then gouging the shit out of you even though it doesn't cost very much to make at all but
1: doesn't everybody i mean it's kind of it's kind of like remarkable though i mean he was taught he was it's like he was talking i think about you know inner city urban kids you know um and you know but like everybody that's has, where like, the punks are right Well, <laughs> know, but like that's everybody has smartphones now you know when iphones came out like it was a very elite thing you know not everybody can own one um and then now um smartphones touchscreens they're all they're they're everywhere even old Anders you Lee. Even has Anderson Anderson. Anderson. All and all Anders Lee. Has <laughs> <laughs> you know? and it's you know it's it, now if you can't if you don't have a smartphone it's usually a choice it's not because you can't afford it you know so yeah. and it, yeah I mean what how much does like a pair of like Nike's cost like you know a couple you know uh, uh, I don't sixty know. bucks sixty bucks I don't I don't wear Nike's if you so want I like I wear, a I wear a con I wear Chuck Taylor fancy <laughs>
0: pair or they could be more. The shoe market's crazy. This is if we had Rafat on again, I'm sure he would have exact details for what <laughs> that was. But Tim Leary on
1: the show, I talk like about talk about Nikes. Yeah, I'm sure he yeah. has Shut like up. a
0: computer personality stored somewhere we could unfreeze. Um, oh, my favorite Timothy Leary uh, detail from the documentary. Uh, I looked this up after uh, when he got really into cyberpunk. He started doing presentations using a Mattel power glove
2: nice nice i love the power glove so
0: much using the b button on your thumb try to unlock freedom uh there was also um the they were talking about bioengineering it's a big part of the movie and the kind of freedom we'd have with uh and a lot of the transhumanism aspect of it is still very up for debate because people are actually figuring out how to do a lot of these things uh and what kind of regulation you'll have for making your brain smarter Uh or giving yourself cat reflexes or whatever it is. Uh, But the one doctor they interview in the movie is the uh, plastic surgeon who's like, let's say you wanted a wing. I could make you a wing. Yeah. Uh, out of your leg muscle, it coils like a kangaroo. Uh, you won't be able to fly with the wing, <laughs> but you'll have it. But I'm going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> it, it, it was a, it was a long scene of him listing reasons how he could make it, why he shouldn't, but how he would. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I really like the idea of like using it to improve yourself or give yourself skills, like being able to like uh, like mastery in languages or perhaps a, a new appendage that's useless. Uh, but have have any of you? I know that it, you you two haven't. But Anderson, have you ever read the book Vert at all? No, by Jeff Noon. That's um, that book I really like because it, it the the cyberpunk aspect of that touched onto like what punk actually translates to me to to me is like just pure belligerence and nihilism Mm. and like they they don't use they don't use these advancements for for betterment like they just use it to kind of like get by and like the whole thing is like drug fueled by these color-coded feathers that like take you into an alternate reality like and so they just use the technology to like trip their balls off (laughs) And I think that's probably a lot closer to where our society is going to go with it. Wait, wait, wait. We're very self-involved.
0: So the video tripping that they do in this documentary, um, they're they're talking about how you can use certain electronic stimulation to function as drugs, essentially, but the drugs that make you smarter. Is that real or is that something that was immediately disproved right after this came out? Because it, it was packaged in there along the pitch for nootropics. And uh other brain chemicals and Alex Jones type memorabilia <laughs> that does not work. So <laughs> I
3: vaguely remember growing up there were kids who would download shit that would they would look at that yeah. would just mess their brain waves up and stuff. Really? Yeah. Vaguely. Minnesota's uh, a crazy place. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think you're thinking of video drone.
2: That might be <laughs> we didn't have this in Kansas City. I had never heard
0: what? of this before. It it just showed uh Men and women lying down with large goggles on that would sparkle different colors. Mm-hmm. And the narrator was like, secretly, they're high as fuck
3: in love. Oh, <laughs> awesome. right. Well I, I mean, don't believe it. If you this. deprive <laughs> yourself of like, water and you know, like, yeah. air, fresh air and you like, look at that shit, then your brain is probably going to well, be...
0: Well, yeah, it's like sensory deprivation yeah. or whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. The CIA has been pioneering these uh, fun drugs for a long time on all kinds of willing... Uh, participant. Sign me up. <laughs>
3: well, when you were growing up in Kansas, was this kind of like, you know, uh, the Internet kind of a. Uh, oh, yeah. For you to. I,
0: I
2: think I think a lot of a lot of kids from smaller towns in the Midwest. Uh, a lot of our identity comes from the Internet. because mm. like we didn't. I mean, if you're a lonely kid, uh, you're on there all the time. Uh, and if you were a website, which website would you be? Uh, hamster dance. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <probably. Great. laughs> you uh, had an answer prepared. Uh, I didn't. I just <laughs> immediately thought <laughs> of. I'd probably be an angel fire page and like just freeze your computer. Yeah, yeah I can remember
1: rotten.com.
2: Oh, yeah. Rotten.com, Ogrish, Albino Black Sheep. And now I'm getting into nicer things. But yeah. yes, rotten and Ogrish and Sharon Boat. And did you have a gore folder? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Ooh. There's a part yeah, as of long me as we're that talking that about
1: websites yeah. please. that we identify with. No um no well i th- it, you know it's we're talking, we're talking about drugs you know and, and things like like rotten dot com i mean you know I, I i grew up in southern california um like in in a small town about 30 30 miles east of san diego it wasn't like you know it wasn't we, you know we were close to a big coastal city but you know it was a fairly provincial life you know it was definitely the sticks um being able to have access to the internet like starting around like nineteen ninety one, nineteen ninety two, like when re- the internet
2: still had a sound.
1: Really just like <laughs> yeah, it was really I mean it was it was able to really take you out of, you know, your 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 physical place and bring you somewhere else. Like we were I was you know, you're able to see web pages by people in in pennsylvania i remember exotic but for the but time like, yeah for me you know it's like being able to communicate with like these totally random people who i, I just they're strangers mm-hmm. you know and again like being on bulletin boards you know the only thing that connects us is the things that we're interested in you know and right. suddenly now i'm just i'm talking to people all over the united states all over the world um and and while not being able to leave my physical place um it definitely alters your objective reality which is the same thing as what drugs do do. I mean, oh, you, totally. take, you take LSD, and again, kind of going back to the origins of cyberculture and cyberpunk, is that, you know, um, w- which was the psychedelic, uh, psychedelics culture, LSD, um, uh, uh, early uh, adopters of cyberculture were really into psilocybin. So. Um, do you ever visit the Arrowhead website? No, oh, no, no. that' mm.
2: s- about drugs, right it is it's a, every but drug you could think of it's just forums for that what does it's this it's
1: do It's the same you know it's the same effect you know people people do yoga you know mm. to achieve um, like a meditative transcendent, uh, 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 a transcendental experience you know without having to take drugs and I think if you've ever
0: seen Anders tell jokes, he usually he can reach that state <laughs> a transcendental state.
3: Uh mm, yeah, I just go on stage and mm, yeah, like yeah.
0: that it's like a humming and you're laughing. you don't even know why, <laughs> yeah, you don't even know why It's well, like there's I think a bug there is on
3: the stage. bombing is a very purging uh feeling, you know when you yeah. accept the bomb that's mm. a very uh transcendental experience when you're doing
0: so I, badly on stage, it transports you to a different place, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Like>
1: endorphins <laughs>
3: yeah it's I like mean I'm I feel
2: like in four I, chan I like oh God, are we gonna talk about though. that?
3: Uh See, I wasn't like I when I was a little kid, we lived in uh, Virginia and my folks were very much very adamant about not being uh, near screens, which I think has merit to it, but it's also kind of a dogmatic way to raise a child. Um, And so I was like outside all the time getting into trouble, too, which, you know, I don't know. So it's not the best strategy. But then we had to move and uh, I was like a lonely kid, but I didn't. I, I use the internet for the most boring things. I would just go on Wikipedia and, like, read NFL statistics. Nice. I work like work shit. I right. Have, it's what
0: to do when you're uh, on a desk job and you don't want to work.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because to me it was like, well, it, you know, it, you, it has to be educational somehow. I had uh, a pretty
2: early mastery of just, like, social networking on on uh, the internet. Like, I was a chat room kid and I was a message board kid and then – With MySpace, like I remember the first time, like leaving for Goodsies, uh, going to California, like with another traveler kid who said that they knew somebody when we got there and they didn't. And I was like, well, hold on, where's a library? And hopped on (laughs) my MySpace. And it's like, hey, people that I've been talking to, strangers for the last four years that live in California, I'm here. And like, we had couches, we had apartments to sleep in. Like, and that's all thanks to the internet. And this is I didn't stuff people
3: need. Like this is marketable stuff now. You yeah. know, like when you're growing up, it's just like, oh, will you spend all your? Well, no. This now, that's what people. You know, you want to have a lot of followers. Like you want to have a large network.
0: Part of the cyberpunk, right? It's, <laughs> it's so self-involved. It's so self-absorbed. What, the marketable Aspects of it or what yeah, the, involved aspects in terms of, it. of everything the digital revolution kind of brought to our culture, the only stuff that became marketable skills and things that society needs you to do is like, describe yourself in a marketable way in a yeah. hundred words or less and connect with peers. <laughs> uh, it doesn't feel like the human liberation project that... It's not uh, a lot of advancement.
3: Yeah, Ironically, the term cyberpunk is now a... Uh, under the co- trademarked by R Talsorian Games, which owns I'm
0: fucking sick of Talsorian. Oh, yeah. Games. I would have thought it Cyberpunk would have been like
1: Hot Topic or something <laughs> that owns is it, it is now. It trademarked by them? Yeah. Are they going to come after us?
3: They could. Like yeah, they actually could. Yeah. As of twenty twelve, because they don't. own the game Cyberpunk twenty twenty, which is a role playing game. 2020. They yeah. a- mm-hmm. own the year too, yeah. Hey, yes. if any
0: of our fans out there are working for Sartosian Games, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. be cool.
3: Yeah. What well, we I think Cyberpunks with an X I think is still above board. Okay, so okay. We could that's how we're that. saying it. ponks. Yeah. It's yeah. more
2: intersection. We're than saying than it the the with X X a zero. ponks. <laughs> <laughs> <for, laughs> we're <laughs> saying yeah. it with a zero instead of a U and definitely an X. Cyberpunks. Cyberpunks. All in leet.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God
2: damn, I love leet. Ah. Oh.
3: Something that did occur to me when we're uh watching this and like with this the culture of early hacking and stuff this was a, these w- were big influences on um people like Julian Assange mm-hmm. you know who now is a uh major player in pol- in world politics
1: uh and Aaron Swartz yeah, he's yeah. pretty
0: much like uh, Adam Synergy or whatever. His Michael name Synergy. Right. Michael's who he's said, pretty much the Michael Synergy of today. Michael uh-huh.
2: Synergy said that if there came a time when uh, there were fascists in power and he needed to shut down the banks, so that he would excuse me, Mister Synergy. Sy- yeah, where are a you, knock knock? Michael Synergy? <laughs> yeah, if you're
0: listening. <laughs> Michael Synergy is the head consultant or the Trump
1: campaign. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> what was this kind of new hacker culture like in like in the late '80s, early '90s?
1: What was it like?
3: Like what their their claims were a lot of the the same as uh, cyberpunk's, right? Have you ever had Mountain Dew Baja Blast? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just like that. <laughs> it's like this.
2: Uh, I blew someone's mind ex- explaining that it's just blue powered Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, that's
0: supposed to be the secret.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I was I was reading up a little bit on the masters of deception. You know, mm. where you had it's like this this hacker. Hacker collective, basically, that would you know they would they would break into these large corporations and they would they would take information just to say that they that they could they would just do it to prove that that um, these large companies and corporations that they were vulnerable you know to um, to infiltration and yeah. the, the, these the masters of deception are actually I think you know in, you learn in hypernormalization that uh, after uh, John Perry Barlow published the Declaration of the independence of cyberspace that um, these guys they went and they doxed him just Jeez. to show him that you know this is that th- the world that um, you know that that this culture that this that this new movement is not what you think it is like it is not you you can use it against people it's it is mm-hmm. not it's not a, a totally utopian altruistic, movement and that it can you can you can you can use it like we were talking about before to uh towards a more more selfish um nefarious ends i think you know, yeah i don't the, really because
2: so much of it was based off of just like let's get in and get out just get to in. prove that we can't
1: exactly a lot of it was like showing off you know yeah. like these mm. guys
0: were a digital pissing contest
1: Pissed. yeah
0: <laughs> the selling point of the ideology that individual power skyrockets to beat that of structures uh sounds cool at first but also scares the shit out of me yeah. i don't want michael synergy to be able to shut down the world banks even if that is something I'd like, I don't like that he's doing it. Yeah. We're all going to have to work for Michael Synergy <laughs> now?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, ideally, <laughs> no that, one
2: man should have so well, much. Well, ideally power
1: we'd
0: all be able to power power do it,
1: power. I guess. Yeah, that's, that's the idea, that's that anybody limitless. could do it, like you have the power to do it. I mean, you know, you could you could teach yourself to code. You could. You could do it. You could be the next Michael this Synergy. This conversation again. Codeacademy.com. <laughs>
0: Alex, you have no scales. We're not talking about that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> any, of us, any of us could
1: do it. You know, I, and again, that, that that's 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 sort of like the 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 utopian ideal is. of cyber culture and cyberpunk culture is that um, the streets have their own uses for things. Is that um, you know that you know Facebook doesn't you know Facebook could be hacked. Um, any of these. Uh, 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 Anyone can be hacked. The White House could be hacked. The, the Democrat, the DNC could be hacked. Mm-hmm. They were hacked, you mm-hmm. know? Well, and by, you know, we don't know by whom, um, you know, but I mean, are they, you know, is it a couple, you know, a couple of stoned, like, 17-year-old Russian kids? I mean, who knows? It might be. Would it, I wouldn't be there's, surprised. There's modern you know? hackers right
2: now that are, there's one that ha- hacked uh, the new Pirates movie, um, and right. they're threatening Disney that they'll either re- they'll, they'll start releasing it early, and they're demanding their currency, they're demanding their ransom in Bitcoin. I don't know if it's the same people, but they're also holding uh, the new season of Orange is the New Black hostage oh uh, no. for Bitcoin as well, Wow, which I think is
0: fascinating. Operation Fear is the New Black.
2: But I mean, what about that Dogecoin, guys? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Dogecoin doesn't get the love Mm-mm. it deserves. Well, that is a danger, too. You know, we're t- talking about how... Uh, Capitalism catches up with these things. And that's what they were talking about is like the internet is this that you can't stop the internet. We have the internet. We're going to, and well, guess what? You know, corporations started investing in the internet. And the it's becoming more and more privatized. In the and
2: documentary it was, that was all, all about. It yeah. was also innocent in the documentary, especially like when they were dealing with the 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 phone freaks. Oh fuck! Where yeah. they were hacking, uh, where they were hacking the the payphones, and like there was this one guy, and I believe he had a, a robot or a demon face over him. He's like, yeah, I uh, I called Russia once, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to see if I could. I did, and uh, they weren't very happy about it. <laughs> <So laughs> it's like, so great. To I me.
0: can see Russia from my house.
2: Yeah.
1: S- uh, is this Gorbachev? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Is your refrigerator running? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: it was also innocent, but now we're we're holding things hostage. You gotta call the yeah, actual you know, but it's Albert. like
1: you know, it's I I think it w- the, the first the first thing that I would do or rather the the first question I, I would ask is like well is Disney just gonna be like fine, fuck it, do it. Yeah. Like, release the movie. I don't care. I would, you know, put it out. Nobody likes
2: Johnny Depp
3: anymore, so who gets you know, it? Or
1: or Netflix. You know, fine. Release right. You can already get it. Yeah. Like when it is released, we, you, we care, can pirate you know? it anyway.
3: So. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: you know why 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 wouldn't they do that? I don't know. Money. Um, but I mean, it. it, it I guess that's the obvious question. You know, I was like, yeah, that there's money to be made. Um, in this in this intellectual property. Um, but you know, uh, the, of course, now then you know we're, we we. we talked about net, net neutrality as well you know and how corporations are like investing you know in in bandwidth in the control of information so which can
2: anybody bring me up to date on what's currently happening with that because uh, i know it's it's
1: no we can't all right then we won't can i google that uh oh, that website's blocked any no. of us could tell you exactly.
0: with but our pocket won't. computers. <laughs> in the year 2017 text information is always at the fingertips
3: well, something that was going to happen a few years ago was this uh, SOPA. Uh-huh, yeah. Right? And So-pa. that was something no, that... didn't happen. Right. Uh, but that was a positive example of... Um,
0: what about PIPA? Did PIPA happen? People, you know, we So-pa, stopped people.
3: them. But we did that. Those were online uh, pieces of, or legislation that uh, was going to regulate the internet, and they were able to stop them via social media, via the internet. Um, so that was a positive thing. But... As far as the broader picture, it can't just be on the internet, you know, if you really want to subvert these these corporations. Right, that law will evolve. pass
0: eventually. <laughs> yeah. After enough dinosaurs figure out how to not take your input
1: before they do yeah. it. <laughs> What's the whole point? So, like, the concept now is that, the idea now is that, um, you know, that all data is not equal. You know, rather that oh, the net neutrality is the concept that all data is equal. Again, that it's all, it's all, um, it's um, agnostic in a way, mm-hmm. you know, so that like the, your bandwidth can't be throttled because, you know, you're using Netflix versus, you know, um, doing a, uh, 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 you know, or Versus Hulu, like or Hulu
0: versus yeah, yeah, Hulu. Yeah. Let's yeah. be yeah. honest, it would be Hulu. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are the sellout ex- of movie streaming ex- platforms. Except yeah. that uh you, you, they their uh
1: their their uh, I don't know, are they still um sponsoring the Hannity show? That Hulu? I don't know. Yeah, Hulu.
0: I don't know, but I know but when f- you pay for an account they still show you ads. So oh, that shows you a kinda. Yeah, there's there's are. Hulu
2: Premium where you don't have to
0: watch <laughs> the commercials, like, which is
2: because like you're already two tiered
1: membership for. Yeah. Yeah. on goddamn video stream. <laughs> I just canceled it and signed up for Filmstruck.
2: <laughs> which PS, uh I don't know if y'all know this, but premium cable network passwords are the currency of our times, and I love giving them out. <laughs> the year is twenty seventeen.
0: Everyone needs streaming passwords. Hey,
2: man, I've left one as a tip before at a bar. Really? really? Yeah. And the bartender <laughs> <laughs> laughed and was like, "Hell
0: yeah!" <laughs> oh, all right.
2: <laughs>
1: Whatever. No, that's that's a pretty cyberpunk thing to do. Yeah. Personally.
0: What's up, dudes? <laughs> so, Ian, the the new project you're working on now ties into cyberpunk.
1: Well, it's yeah, it, it's it's um it's a short film about um a, a kind of an elite, loudmouthed uh, professional gamer who's kidnapped and subjected to a, a mind altering virtual reality experiment. And the tagline is that it's um it's it's about rather the not the tagline, but the, the theme that I'm I'm kind of exploring is the ways that technology separates us from the consequences of our actions, and also the ways that it, it brings us closer together. Um,
0: Does he gain better or worse after the drug?
1: I don't. I don't. I don't know. That's kind of left up for the viewer to to um to figure out. Um, but what I wanted to do is just sort of explore the ways that um, you know, technology allows us to I- interact with one another. I think you know on 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 a, on a very ideological level, especially like in the wake of the 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 last election and our current political climate. You know, I just I find. I find that, um, at least the way, my, the, what, what my experience has been is that it's, it's it, it, I find I, I get very emotional. I get um, very wrapped up in what's being said and the ideas that are being expressed. And I'm not sure if that's really a positive reflection on on who I am. And, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it's funny because, like, I wonder if I would act this way in real life. You know, the, the, a, a person online who's, you know, talking about um, the Antifa, you know, in Berkeley, you um, Talking trash on on black bloc and 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 um, and and uh, 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 liberal liberal demonstrators saying you know well well they wouldn't be so they wouldn't be so bold if I, I had my Glock with me you know people you know talking about all the weapons that they own it's like well you know what you're at a computer and you're not in Berkeley you know and you're but not next g- to
0: my computer I have a two handed mace and, you're not, <laughs> and, and and you're not going to shoot anybody you
1: know but like people the way the things that people say because they have this the anonymity, the, an- the, not, yeah. the, the anonymity and the separation. You know, like I, c- we can still talk to each other. We can still exchange ideas, um, and disagree, and 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 get into an argument, <laughs> into a fight, you know, and say horrible things to each other because we're like, you know, we're two thousand miles away from each other. Yeah, one of you know? might as well be a ghost as mm-hmm. far as the other one's concerned. Exactly. You know, and it's it's also it's also um I realize that you can have arguments and fights with these people like you know but they, they all they they kind of live in a separate reality mm-hmm. they they're they to them object like the sky might as well be purple you know and you could say oh no it's blue i swear to god to you it's blue and they just don't see it and they think you're crazy not
2: in their simulation in- <laughs> right
1: you know and that that gets they you t- know th- that's a whole other conversation yes it right? is um right but you know it's it's the the idea that You know, in in our world, we have what we deem to be our objective reality can be totally different from someone else's experience. And that's just based on the way that they were raised, you know, and the ideas that make sense to them. And this whole concept of like this sort of like shared um, cultural agreement, you know, that we have like that, you know, all things being all things are not equal, basically. And, And technology in a big way, it facilitates that disparity you know, in, in in people's objective reality. And that's kind of the, the concepts that I wanted to explore with this film.
0: I'm kind of creeped out by the transformation of discourse through social media mm-hmm. and the s- things we use online. Like, uh, I've just recently started paying attention. So, um, obviously, because we're all on Twitter, uh, and all, uh, as we all know, Twitter is a feedback machine that shows you the things you like to see. And I'm very into the left Twitter sphere. And it has, like... Thousands and thousands of people, but I've noticed that they all start talking the same. Yep, since echo chamber. Yeah, since well, not only the same ideas, like they use the same words. Since Chapo (laughs) Trap House has come out. Everybody uses the same like eight words. Like what is trap house uh, It's a popular podcast that uh, is very popular on Twitter because it started by three Twitter users. And everyone, I'm not even sure if they started this or they're a product of it themselves. Of this kind of like hive mind that grows, where if you say you like something, you go, "Oh, that fucking owns," or if you don't like something, you say, "Actually, this is good." And so it's like this cute shorthand that develops, but then you'll meet people in real life, and that's how they talk. Yeah, and you're just like you're just Twitter, but people. Yeah, no, what? It, it really. I was I was having
2: this discussion with a friend of mine the other day. It really uh, freaks me out. Uh, but I I participate in it as as well, and I'll get into that. But it really freaks me out when people become internet IRL in real life. Mm. Uh, when like you said, like there's people who are doing tweet speak in real life. For me, the only place it crosses over is like with other dog walkers, which I am, <laughs> where we use doggo speak and say things like pepperoni and like <laughs> what a long boy or a thick girl and just things like that. Where we're just dis- or a cloud if it's a white oh, yeah. puffy dog. But like, which is so dumb and but and just fun i didn't get but my like, friends
0: at home to stop calling people thick girls <laughs> Thick girls <laughs> with two c's baby it was, it was problematic but, but it just it
2: really bugs me when people when people do internet speak in real life or they talk about the internet as though it is a, r- a real thing
0: well the speech and thing th- feels like they're trading their personality yeah, for yeah, 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 a different yeah.
3: like a stock one that they think
0: is better which
3: is yeah. what's creepy about it yeah i always try to be really make it Sound pones. Like really like <laughs> weird when I s- or just really like yeah. b- like awkward when I, uh, so I will say rn in in real life uh-huh. yeah yeah rn yeah. I'm saying rn I like saying lol it, yeah <laughs> if food. you make it sound dadly and you s- and you're not confident which you're good at doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> then that I think uh, produces a, a good medium yeah
1: but you know it's the same number of syllables hashtag soft thing. dad yeah yeah. You know? <laughs> Like IRL in real life. Yeah. You That's how it feels like
0: you're really just trading and pretending yeah. you're on the internet. Because in the real world, it didn't help you at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my favorite expression from the internet that I ever saw of someone use is uh, my brother's friend one summer when we were young, uh, right when lolcats was getting popular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When he thought something was funny, he would st- laugh once to let you know he thought like it was funny. So he'd go, Ha! lol cats <laughs> 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 which is weird one time it gets funnier every time after <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah,
1: huh. speaking of the lol echo chamber cats. though it's interesting like i used to work um, in game development um i worked for lucas arts and IDOS um for you know cumul- cumula- cumulatively for about three years and also did some work for some contract work for ea but um, you know, in, in, in gaming in these, you know, basically in these simulations, the whole point of, of being a game tester, a play tester is that you're supposed to break the world is that you're given a world, you're given an, ob- a, a, an objective reality and you're not, you know, some people, they, they pick up the controller you know, and they just play through, you know, can you play through the level, you know, can you complete the level? You know, that's, that's one way to do it, but really what you want to do is you want to break it. You want to go through and you want to find all the weak points. You know, can you can you jump over this wall when you're not supposed to? You know, can you can you pick up this item when you're not supposed to? You know, can you slip between the vectors when you're not supposed to? What can you do to break the game? You know, and a lot of that is just you're not trying to complete the level, you're trying to you're trying to go through and you're, you're literally you're you're actively trying to, to break the game. And um, when we're on Twitter and we're, we, we find ourselves in these echo chambers, it's like we're, you know, I mean, we're given this technology, this technology can break the game. Twitter can break the game. That's how we got the Arab Spring, you know? Mm-hmm. And when Occupy Wall Street was going on here in New York City, it's like, you know, I wasn't watching CNN. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching any of the news stations. I wasn't following any blogs. I was on Twitter, you know? And really, social media, I mean, really, that's, that's how, if, if anything's going to do it, you know, the revolution will not be televised, it'll it'll i think i think it's technology that empowers us as individuals will break the game and as as long as like we find as long as we continue to find ways to not necessarily um play within the the boundaries that we've been given you know like i mean i i i i I follow sean hannity on twitter you know i follow i read the judge report i read breitbart i read i mean i even go to like stormfront because it's just like who are these people like you know, I need to understand, like, you know, who who are we fighting? And you know, we talk a lot about, you know, like, you know, fuck fascism, you know, yeah. and no fascist USA, you know, and it's like, you know, have I you mean,
0: gotten any good revelations on Stormfront? Uh, <laughs> I have you know a good what? story about this Pe- from people, yesterday.
1: People, you know what? Like a lot of these like white supremacists don't like Donald Trump.
3: They
1: yeah. Don't. They think they think he's a fraud. And I think that's really interesting, you know, and and, um, you know, I don't I don't. It's it's funny because like what was it what was I just um, what was I just watching I was just watching a film about uh, about this oh actually no I just watched Sofia Coppola's The Beguiled this morning and it's about these women um, who are living on this plantation in the South and they take in a um, um, a northern. Uh, a, a union, a union soldier who's been wounded. You know, and at the film, st- at the start of the film, you know, all these girls, they're just like, well, you know, he's the devil. You know, he's the enemy. We need to like, you know, give him to our people so they can take him away to prison or be executed. We should hang him. You know, like that's immediately what they say. You know, but then the more time that they spend with him as an individual, as not part of like this collective group, you know, it's, they, they start to understand like who he is as a human being. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a thriller. I'm not going to give away what happens. It kind of, um, but does yeah. the North win the war? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, that's a, uh, it's a cliffhanger. I, I agree uh, no. so, with the you know, sentiment. Like when, yeah. When you, when you, when you start to, it's, it's like Stockholm syndrome. When you, when you start to, um, you know, interface with these people like on a more personal level, on a human level, you know, a lot of the politics gets stripped away because politics isn't really ultimately what it is about, you know, being human at all. It's not about survival. It's not about you know... Um, it's a big club, man, and none b- of us are in it. <laughs> what, being human or politics? Oh, <laughs> it's just up for you to decide. <laughs> no, politics. Yeah, so anyway, I don't want to ramble... I you don't know um. Um, too much about that. All right.
0: Well, I will share <laughs> my story because uh, – so uh, having a moment of uh, dark liberation yesterday, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm in the same circles on Reddit, on Twitter, on Facebook. I always see the same people talk. And I was on, like, full communism or something and stumbled onto – somebody talking about the donald and i was like you know what i've never been on reddit the donald which is like uh the donald trump subreddit Rabbit and uh so the first thing you see when you click it when was this this was yesterday yesterday.
1: oh so okay it was it was locked this is
0: fresh off fresh off the cuff so there's a giant uh pepe frog donald trump in the bottom left corner and it says click on me to unlock voting cuck or something and then And then, uh, so I was like, well, this is weird what these people are talking about. It's all over the place. And then I clicked on the first link and it was like, uh, the title was like, Islam is biggest threat to civilization. I was like, well, this is very along their points. And then you scroll down and after just like a few comments, it was like, you know, there is another religion that's a greater threat, but we're not allowed to talk about that. And it was like, yeah, it's the Nazi threat. Yeah. <laughs> they're already being sarcastic about being Nazis. Two comments down and then three comments down, they're uh, uh, fingering the anointed Jew from the crowd uh, oh, the comment section it, it's never good. It was exactly uh, what I thought it would be mm-hmm. I, I guess is my point
1: no I mean again because like because you know y- y- you can't take these people at face value because it's there's there's no there's anonymity there right you know and and, and you, there, there are no consequences to being face to face with this person you know in a in a room. You know, and so there, there's actually, I feel like, you know, my experience with like going onto these websites and just reading the comments, you know, is that like there, there's there's a distinctive lack of humanity. Like mm. you're lo- you it go- doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real. No, you go there and you you you're looking for some kind of understanding, you know, but it just, I it's, I, I don't think that the internet is the place to go to like understand people any better. I
0: I don't feel like the internet is the place to go to even do politics or even to try to understand politics and a lot of the um what is the word I'm looking for the in unsubstantialness of the cyberpunk movement while I was watching this thing and looking at these people with leather fingerless gloves tell me how to run the world anonymous feels like they put all of their eggs in the we don't have to log off basket and that's the reason their movement ended up having so little political power at the end of the day um
1: no i'm kind of going back to the and i don't know where we are sort of like in the in in, in the conversation if we're getting close to the end or not but oh we, um, we are we, we but, gotta wrap um, it up i think part, to kind of bring it back around to the more psychedelic aspects of cyber culture is that you know when have you guys dropped acid oh yeah taken mushrooms yep you know yeah. right well, my
3: so mom listens to the show so i i'm gonna <laughs> The fifth on that Hi, one. Anders' mom. He yeah.
2: definitely didn't do that. All right, we'll
0: edit this part. Out. Everyone but Anders has, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, right. So, I mean, sort of the 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 the, the more philosophical uh, uh, part of the experience, right, is that you know you 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 take these drugs and you go off onto this different plane of existence, and sort of your your sort of your ego gets stripped away, and you're able to see things from a different perspective, right? But then after a couple hours, you come back down, and so the the experience I was having, like when I was, and this is. I actually didn't have. I'm relating this from a book, um, but let's say the experience that you're having when you're under the influence, you know, how does how do you take that back to you into the real world? Like, what have what did you learn when your uh, subjective experience was altered to that point, um, where where the things, and what was real too? What right? was real? What was, and then you know, we can we can relate that to our, our our experience like online too. It's like the experiences that we have on Twitter, the experiences that we have on the web and online and in cyberspace, you know, in whatever form that it takes, you know, these days on our phones, on our watches, um, you know, like Anders was saying, is like, you know, we have to, we have to straddle both worlds. We have to both, you know, be sort of plugged in and unplugged at the same time. And when we're plugged in, you know, how does that affect our IRL experience and vice versa? Mm. Sorry, that took so long to (laughs) get to that point. It's a
0: big point. And we needed a big door to get all the way through, but here we are. Um, what are the, What are the biggest revelations any of you have had on uh, psychedelics, excluding Anders?
2: Uh, that I'm like definitely a mammal. <laughs> okay, and yeah. And not a lizard.
0: Um, I found out words aren't real. Uh huh. Yep. Like um, th- I think in them, but they're not real, and that's a real circular discussion. Let me tell you, it does not go anywhere. Um. <laughs> Ian, you have any, any, any big thoughts?
1: Uh, The last time I dropped acid was, um, I feel like I just needed a reset. You know, I was just, I, I, I was just coming through kind of a chaotic time in my life. And I just, I felt like I wasn't, I didn't reset uh, cyberpunk term. Yeah. Just like a, like a, like a, a, a mental reset. And I had a really bad day. I got into a, a fight with my partner. I actually got into a bike accident and, um, we were both out together. We were in central park and, uh, we had the we had the tabs on this us. This sounds
0: like the worst time to do acid. No, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly
1: right. You would think you I would had think. A bad day. <laughs> and then we just had them with us. And I remember we were sitting on a park on the park bench after this bike accident, um, and we uh, were just like, let's just let's just take the acid, just take it now. And so we we we, we dropped the acid. We rode our bikes downtown. We went and saw this really amazing um, show at the Stone, and then it was. Um, it was a supermoon that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. And then we just, we, we, we walked home from the Lower East Side to Bedsty. Wow. And yeah. It was, I, it was really amazing. We were just tripping the whole time.
2: I'm not even that deep. Like, these are the revolutions that I've had on psychedelics. Like, do you guys remember Salvia? People were, like, telling me about, like, first of all, I just, like, fell really hard to the left and, like, kind of felt and my brain turned into like a 90s screensaver. I heard terrible things about that. Yeah, it's awful. You but you like, only I'm. You went 100 vaporwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like with, <laughs> with, with acid and with things like that, like my brain pretty much like th- reaches the limit of like flying toasters. That's it. But like uh, mushrooms, I have like much more meaningful trips on. Mm. Yeah. But what everything else, I'm just sort of like God. Maybe I'm not that smart
3: because like my <laughs> trips are really limited. See when I did. When I may or may not have dropped acid, my <laughs> revelation... Heard. you want me to yeah. use what you're about to say? Yeah, you <laughs> tell tell I you was around... I had a revelation that I um, was too young to have a baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was and, also and around a male. baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't a great... Yeah. Scary. You're already tainting
0: yeah. the minds of the... <laughs> All right, well, we got to wrap it up, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Han, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh,
2: yeah, I uh, follow uh, Thick Skin uh, Tattoo Roast. Uh, if you've made <laughs> any mistakes, let me clear those up for you. It's I a I saw that show. first
0: show. Yeah. It was pretty good. I got cool. pictures. Hell yeah. Uh, the winner wins a tattoo removal.
2: Full tattoo removal <laughs> by
0: whom? Clean Slate Laser. And
3: that's at uh, Tender Trap, right? Always at Tender
0: Trap, nice. yeah. Oh, yeah. Ian?
3: When is this going live?
0: Um. Either in probably next few weeks.
1: Next few weeks. Yeah.
0: Either. Yeah.
1: Uh, if this goes live by uh, before June second, um, okay, you can definitely. C- I'd be very grateful if you checked out the crowdfunding campaign from my short film, uh, Harsh Reality. It's at. Uh, uh, it's on Indiegogo. You can just go to Indiegogo and search Harsh Reality, and I'd uh, be very grateful for uh, whatever donations you can offer. Also
3: yeah. check them out at American Cinematographer. That's
1: right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, uh, the ASC.com
3: Switch.
0: And then uh, we are on Twitter we're, we're planning our next show For Left Chest Paid protest is going to be June 24th At Star Bar from 7 to 9 uh, We'll be back with our third co-host Raghav Meta Very
1: soon And uh, just come say hi online
3: Sometime
1: Bring your libertarian friends Yeah,
3: Troll us, please, dehumanize us With your Glock Next to your yeah. computer You better bring your Glock. Yeah. All right.
2: Parents over shoulder. TTYL (laughs) G2G.
0: Cash me outside, cowards. This has been Laugh Jazz. Thank you.